Hey guys, welcome to the Conga Food Podcast. Uh, my name is Craig Williams, your host today. And uh, and the, the podcast that follows, we've got an interview with a guy called Mark Neal, who is um, yeah a, cu- a current client of ours at Team Bootcamp, but he's, he's lost a significant amount of weight in just a handful of weeks, and he's going to share a lot of those secrets. So, um, so stay tuned for that. Before though, whatever platform you're listening to or uh, listening to us on, please consider subscribing. One, it, it lets us know that we're providing the right information for you, but also helps other people that are struggling with food, fitness, or lifestyle to find us. Uh, and that's what's key. So uh, consider subscribing and um, and leave us a review, especially on iTunes, because that really does have a, a huge effect. And also, if you, if you want a little bit of help, daily help with inspiration, motivation, perhaps uh, daily workouts, food tips and strategies, then um, then consider joining our our private Facebook group. It's private because sometimes, you know, people don't want to share stuff about their weight and that kind of stuff. So uh, all in good taste. If you if you head over to, to Facebook and type in Conquer Food and Fitness or um, uh, by Team Bootcamp, you'll be able to find us. Or the, the actual URL is facebook.com forward slash Conquer Food Community. Okay, and there's a community of people in there that share tips and tricks and, and all their wins and stuff um, every day. And, I, and I'm in there pretty constantly putting in little bits of advice and I get the whole team from Team Bootcamp to contribute as well. So, so get yourself in a group. It's a powerful place, especially now uh, if you're stuck at home. And um, hopefully by the time you're listening to this, the lockdown will have passed. Anyway, let's get into this uh, today's podcast with, uh, with Mark Neal. Take care. Welcome to the Conquer Food Podcast with Craig and Paula Williams, where we share tips, tricks and strategies from the coalface of the weight loss industry in the UK. We're going to help you to think, eat and move better. Ultimately, we're going to help you finally gain control and conquer food. Hey, hope how's it going? Welcome to the uh, the Conquer Food Podcast. I've got a great guest for you today um, with some mega insight into a massive chunk of weight loss. Uh, his name's Mark Neal. He's been staying with us for well, you did about thirty three days of, of actual it, yeah. boot camp, uh, a team boot camp, and in then thirty three days, get this, he lost seventeen kilos. Which is, I mean, what's that in what's that in stone? Just under three stone. I yeah, think. Yeah, just just under three stone mm. in in literally a couple of days over a month, which. I think most people would be would be pretty shocked and they'd question whether that was actually actually possible. But you're here and, right. and you've yeah. done it. And uh, and today you're gonna send you're gonna And I survived. Yeah, and you survived. <laughs> uh, and you're gonna you're gonna share some of those some of the you know the ways that you've done that and, mm-hmm. and the things that you've learned. So um so make sure you you kind of listen to that. It's obviously worth having a little bit of a chat about about a bit about your background sure. and um and kind of what brought you to camp. So, okay. you know, just tell us a little bit about yourself then. Okay, well, I'm uh, I'm 52, and uh, I've always been a bodybuilder. Always been in the gym. Um, joined the army as a teenager, and that sort of started my fitness regime. And that developed from the standard military stuff that that you've been through um, to discovering weights, and then becoming a, a a sort of bodybuilder, powerlifter, doing strongman training as well in in later years. Um, but obviously, like a lot of people, life sort of overtakes you. Yeah. Um, especially when you get to middle age and uh, certainly for me the last few years uh, were very very stressful with lots of personal problems and business problems and of course um, that just leads to 
no motivation to train, um, lots of motivation to eat the wrong things to make yourself feel better, which is what yeah. I did. So my my weight went from being, uh, I mean, I've always been around 20 stone anyway for the last 25 years, but just in different uh, physiques, depending yeah. on what I've been doing physically. So to be big has always been something that I've had to live with because I've always been quite muscular and well stacked. But um, certainly the last three or four years, um, uh, no, ma- uh, no maintenance with the physical side at all. Yeah. So that stopped. So all of my muscle tone went, and then I just built fat and started eating and drinking too much and with stressful situations. So I got to a stage where I, I, I looked physically, you know, repulsive to me. And... Um, I knew that if I went back to the gym, got my head in the right place, you know, I could start that, but it would be tiny steps, you know. So all of my history with with going to the gym and training would be would stand for nothing, which it does, and I'd be starting from zero again, like I did when I was eighteen. So I was prepared to do that, but it just it did fill me with some dreads, knowing that I'd want to go back into a gym environment and want to try and do what I did before, which I wouldn't be able to do. Uh, and and I learned that lesson day one here, which I'll tell you about shortly. Um, and then I just started to think I needed to do something intensive, something really significant. Uh, my life had come to a big crossroads, so I had a natural break in my professional life, a natural break in my personal life. Um, so I just started investigating on the internet, you know, the options for doing a, a boot camp type scenario, having not known anything about it. Um, so that's what led me here. But it was a, you know, I, I looked at a number of different companies, um, as you know, before, you know, Paula convinced me and, and with your videos as well that I looked at convinced me that this was a place to come to. So that's where it all started. And, and a, couple of, a couple of things, a couple of angles I want to come at this from. So obviously you had a, a good, deep training history and training experience, yeah. but you also knew that this was going to be quite different type of training to what you've done in the past, you know, bodybuilding, mm-hmm. weight management, you know, it, yeah, they are different. Like totally. Was you was you nervous? I mean, what things were you worried about? <clears throat> yeah, really nervous. Um, so, I mean, so takes a takes a good good a big man to admit that you're nervous, <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? You know what yeah. I mean? I wasn't. Do you know what? Even um, you know, I, I I looked at everything on the internet that the internet could provide me with information. So, not just about your competitors, which I looked at in this country and overseas, but specifically Team Bootcamp, and um. It with everything that you and Paula and the team offer here, it just it really felt for me um, and for all the people that I've come across since I've been here, which is a lot of people, you know, um, it just it felt really right for me. The whole package, mind, body, and soul. And and, I, and before I decided to come here, all the friends that I was talking to about, like, I'm planning to do this. I've got this natural gap in my life. I'm going to try and find a couple of months. Um, you know, I was on a bit of a budget, but you know. Paula managed to make that fit for me for the time that I needed to to, to uh, commit to doing this. And um, I was telling people that I wanted to reset everything, you know, just lose my weight, reset how I think and interact with food, um, and and just feel better about myself. So it was a complete reset for me that I wanted to achieve. How, how, would, you, how would you rank if you looked at, like, your mind, your body, and then let's say like your, your mindset and, and how positive you are. Not mm-hmm. how how would you rank those three? Like what, what before you came to camp, what was well highest <laughs> the highest priority? <laughs> yeah, um, do you know what I? I've tried to think about that because I the impact of being at boot camp affected me after about a week. 
Yeah. And I was like this. I was evangelical. In, in, every, what, in a positive way. In a positive way. Because yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. was saying, you know, you look like a Cheshire cat. And I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I really embraced the opportunity. And so before I got, and, I, and, I, and it caught me by surprise how, how immersive being here is. Yeah. If you, if you embrace it. You know, you know, we, not everyone embraces everything about boot camp, and which surprises me because it is such a, a warm, happy place to be. Other than the, the the hard physical commitment you've got to give. So, before I came here, uh, mind, body, and soul. I, I think I'd taken my my finger off the button for all of it, really. Yeah. And but if I can find a percentage before I started to slip. Um, I would say that I probably put more effort into my body first and then my mind and then my soul. So I've had a long time of not feeling really happy about who I am and and, um, and what I've become uh, sort of physically and how that affects me mentally and then how that makes your heart not feel so good about your soul. And so it was. It's, it is a slippery slope. And anyone that knows me, you know, I'm, I'm a party animal, I'm the life and soul and, you know, People that are going to listen to this and that know it's me yeah. will just not have heard me talk in this sort of way because it is very um, liberating when you realise how the pieces of the jigsaw get put together and you know yourself and what you've been through. You know your story is is very similar. So um, when you actually accept what's happening to your whole body changing, it just makes you want to shout from the rooftops. You know it's it's, it's incredible what you do. Yeah. Oh, I mean, thank you very much, but you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know That's what right, I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a program that, yeah, it works, but you've got to work it. Mm. And and from my point of view, you, you rocked up and within within minutes, we were just like, right, he's going to embrace this, like, you know, and I think it does take a lot of humility and a lot of a lot of faith to just to run with something. And, and at, at boot camp, because we, we really do look at changing so many things all at once. Yeah. And that's why you've got to immerse yourself in it. Even when I pulled up in the car, the first the first Friday yeah. night I turned up here, and I, you know, and I, I remember pulling into the driveway, and you know, there's the house, and and, and up until then, I've only seen it on the videos yeah. and the all the stuff on the internet, and my heart started racing, and I was the first car here because <laughs> yeah, yeah. there was yeah. no, no cars on the drive, so I've pulled up outside the front, and I've sat there, and I've gone, right, Marky, here we go. Um, I took a deep breath, you know, and I, and I, I didn't. I didn't gorge on any food driving up here. I was really good, you know, and I, for a few days beforehand, I, I wound myself off all the horrible yeah. habits as much as I could. Um, stopped drinking and stopped eating takeaway food and just tried to wean myself for a few days so that it wasn't a massive shock um, as far as food's concerned. Um, and it actually wasn't, you know, and I, yeah. and I, you know, embraced the diet straight away, you know, and um, people have, in the first week or two, people that were coming just for the for a week, um, were were talking to me about you know oh, I'm always so hungry and I said oh, do you know what I've not been hungry once yeah. you know with the food here not once and look at the size of me you know and there's people that are eight or nine stone that are starving and craving food every every three or four hours so I, I don't know how that my metabolism must have just embraced the the paleo um, diet really well no I think I think you very smart mm. and astute thing to do is, you know, to start weaning yourself off because, you know, I, I always say, you know, th think about this, you know, describe all the, describe all the symptoms that you would expect if you feel like you're hungry, mm -hmm. you know, and people go, oh, yeah, well, you know, headaches, I feel a bit nauseous, I've got no energy, you know, all this kind of stuff. And you mm -hmm. go, well, well, actually, if, if you, if you did like a true fast, 
and I'm not talking about starving yourself, I'm sure. talking about fasting. Yeah. You feel energized. You know, th- think about like time as a caveman or a cavewoman. Like, would it serve us to to bloody be to feel sick to have like blurred vision, no energy? <laughs> you know what I mean? To get yeah, to be irritable. Yeah. yeah. When we needed to go and get food the most, and it, it wouldn't. That's you know? right. Yeah. And then when you say right now, describe the symptoms you would expect from withdrawing from drugs or alcohol. It suddenly clicks. Like, hang on a minute, I'm not hungry. I'm withdrawing from sugar. You know, these are withdrawal symptoms from, so when they're saying, I'm, I'm, I'm starving, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. No, you were drawing from sugar and yeah, you yeah. very smartly did a few days of, of starting to wean yourself off that. And you didn't have a massive binge on the way here <laughs> and, 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 you know, and you reap the rewards. Yeah. Um, so when we, so you arrived at camp mm-hmm. and we talked about, was you, was you, had you set some expectations for yourself? I mean, you'd, you'd been fit in the past. You'd been in the, in the, in the army before, did you, was you worried that you'd, you might be at the back of the group or you might not be fit enough or? Yeah. I mean, in my, in my head, I still feel like I was capable physically of everything I've done. For like the, everyone still feels like they're 18 in the red. <laughs> yeah. But I physically hadn't done anything for four yeah. years. Not, wow, not yeah. nothing, you know? And, um, even though in my head, I've got all the memory and I've got all the images in my mind of what I've achieved physically over the years and how I've looked and how I felt, um, they're still there, but of course, um, expectations were when I, when I first started investigating it, obviously, you know, your, your media claims of, you know, lose between eight and 10 pounds, you know, guarantee you can lose that in your, in, in a, in a week. And I thought, wow, that's incredible. You know, you know, people go to Weight Watchers and if they lose two pounds, they throw a party for them, you know, in a week, but that's living in the real world. You know, this is a controlled environment, which I really wanted to be, that's what I needed. You know, I needed to be in a controlled environment. The military style timings and the training methodology, you know, fits with my personality. You know, it's not something I'm not, you know, I'm used to that a long time ago, but it's still ingrained in me, same yeah. as it is with you. So, you know, I was hopeful that, um, you know, a couple of stone, three stone. And I think the first, the first thing you said to me when I arrived, uh, when you did your little talk in the evening was you'll lose four stone easily. You'll lose four stone, you know, read, Re- redistribute muscle, but you'll definitely leave here at least four stone lighter. So I'm well on course to exceeding that even. So how long did you come for originally? Two months. Yeah, two months originally. Mm. You've done... Half mo- of that. Yeah, you've done half mm. of that, and then it was interrupted by uh, the coronavirus and, right. and all that yeah. and all that kind of stuff, uh, which is interesting because you've actually been tested now, haven't you? As, yeah. as in, not, not for the virus, <laughs> but for... For life in the real world, like choosing your own food, yeah. because you've had to do that during mm-hmm. kind of lockdown and quarantine, right. and 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 it's going well. You know, I've seen your big yeah. bags of nuts that you're walking <laughs> around with and all that. Um, all right, brilliant. So let's talk. Let, let's talk about some of the things that you kind of picked up and learned during your time at yeah, camp, sure. because I think people that are looking to lose weight, first and foremost, they probably don't believe they can lose weight. They might have a history of of trying and losing a bit of weight, you know, on some kind of weight loss. Sure. group or yep. club or whatever and, and or diet and but never really lasting so um was there a time when you was thinking like well, you know maybe i'm just never going to get this off or did you always know that um i've always managed to lose weight over the you know through through your adult life you you have peaks and troughs you, and, you just keep finding it again <laughs> yeah yeah and it, but it does it does yeah. get harder yeah. you know and I've, I've been very lucky not to have ever suffered any serious muscular injury from training. Yeah. Um, I've never suffered with my knees or my ankles. My joints are pretty good. Um, so I, I, I wasn't afraid physically. I was, it was just starting off the physical, you know, uh, 
one of the things you say is you can't out train a bad diet and I, i've known that for years anyway but getting started with the physical exercises and you know four five six hours a day depending what day it is um you know i was apprehensive because i wasn't sure how much my body you know 52 years old how much my body could take but there's been people through boot camp 60 plus years old hasn't this and they've you know they've survived and not left injured so um and so i i I was just i was comprehensive apprehensive about the uh circuit training initially just because of the, the physicality required to do that. And I'm not particularly flexible. And um, and then, you know, unfortunately did too much on that first day and, and, and injured my back a little bit, which I worked through, as you know, um, and, and struggled with that, but still lost 17 kilos. So it just shows you what you can do if you put your mind to it, of course. Yeah. What have you learned about yourself since being at camp? Um, I certainly... It's a so when we're doing the training, that's a totally different environment outside to what you experience when you're back in the house, you know, around the dinner table or in the evenings when the times you're yeah. your own, because you're, you're around a lot of like-minded people that have got different stories and backstories, but they're all here for the same sort of reason. You know, some of them are here just to get their beach body trimmed for their holiday. Others are here because they've got massive problems with food addictions. Um, I'm probably somewhere in the middle, don't have a food addiction, but you know, I needed to lose a lot of weight and to, and to get myself fit and to get my head and my, um, uh, mindset, you know, in the right place for me to get on with the rest of my life. Um, so already, um, after this sort of first four weeks, I've, um, I've completely changed my attitude towards how I interact with food. Um, I'm looking at, all, you know, I, I now spend probably three times longer in a shop because I'm looking at all the labels, looking at what's in the ingredient list. And, and even though I, I will know at a glance now, I'm now consciously making better decisions about, you know, yeah. what fuel I put into my body. Um, uh, I was drinking five or six Costa coffees a day before I came here. Um, not because I need caffeine, because I just, I like it. Yeah. And I've, and I've quickly learned um, you can like something but not need it. And I definitely don't take sugar. I've never taken sugar for many, many years, but again, didn't really understand how much sugar was in most products, regardless of what the labels tell you or whether it's zero fat. Yeah, yeah. like the hidden sugars and stuff. The right? hidden sugars, you know, and, yeah. it's, and, I, and I was doing this with a friend only yesterday and, and, and explaining, you know, there's 18 grams of sugar in that fruit-type thing, drinks, whatever it was, I can't remember, but... Um, that's almost half an adult male's daily rec- yeah. recommended amount of sugar. But on the front in, of the package. Juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, on the you front, know, it says one of your five a day. Yeah. <laughs> it said one of your five a day, but there's 18 grams of sugar. Sugar, yeah. It might have no added sugar, but then, of course, then you've got the other side of the spectrum, which is, you know, you don't want to be taking things in that are full of aspartame because that's not yeah. very good for you either. So I've um, I've been really well educated in the first month of being at boot camp for sure. The... Um, the Conquer Food program with Nicola is very informative and there's lots of experience and facts behind all of that. So um, even though I, I went, I joined the Conquer Food program, not with a food, big food issue, but all of us have got a history with food. It might not be a massive problem that some people that have got real issues with food have, like gorging and binging and, you know, really morbidly obese people that have, have really struggled but we've we've all got a uh, like a, a story behind how we interact with food, 
So one of the things that I identified or Nicola helped me identify quite quickly was that my issues with foods, which were not binging, but I used to gorge, um, were based on boredom. Um, And when you start to analyse, well, what what did you eat when you was in that state of mind? And and so there's, there's there's a timeline between your mental capacity and what you then suddenly start to put into your body food-wise. And even though I didn't think too much about that, um, it's something that I'm now aware of. So that's really good. Yeah, it's, we, we, we kind of teach that, you know, people think that we eat when we're hungry and, and that's it, you know. Yeah. But actually we gave up that that physiological connection to food a long time ago. That's you right, know, yeah. now we eat fundamentally to change an emotion, whatever it, whether it's boredom, frustration, anger. Mm-hmm you know, happiness, whatever it is, but we, we eat yeah, yeah. for that, you know? Right. Um, yeah. And yours, yours is obviously boredom. What, what have you, what surprised you about, about losing weight or weight loss in general that you've learned at team boot camp that you, you know, it completely surprised you or changed, you know, like a myth or, you know, myth that's been busted. Uh, Does that make sense? That yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really surprised at how little I actually need to keep yeah. this engine working, my body working, um, because the, you know, it's a controlled diet, and I, other than a couple of small blips with a couple of small meals, I've I've really eaten every plate of food that I've been given, but not craving each meal time, not hunting the clock to see what time the food's due. Um, so I'm I've, I've really surprised myself how little I actually need. Well, when you got the first. <laughs> When you got the first like plate of yeah. food, and it's literally a side plate, isn't it? It's, 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 plate. it's not a dinner plate, it's a and it's plate. certainly not a plate. I mean, you're in the the pub industry, you know these big plates that you get at restaurants and carvers and stuff like that. Six inches by four inches. <laughs> yeah. It's an oblong tea plate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what, what did you think? Oh, I when thought you that first... was the starter. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, but was... every meal is on a on a tiny little plate, like yeah, that. or in a small bowl. Yeah. yeah. Um... yeah. And what, so did you? Did you think this? No way, this is going to be enough. Or I did, just... I, I, honestly, I really thought I'm going to be hungry. Yeah, and I absolutely have to say, honestly, um, I've never been hungry. And you know, you've been doing this for such a long time. Obviously, you know the formula that requires enough food for you to have the energy to train. And the training is really, really difficult. It's it's tough. It's it's challenging. And obviously, you know, I came here when we had all the floods and the weather was atrocious. It was really, really tough to be, you know, out on a muddy, wet field, you know, doing all the stuff that we have to do. Um, but you do you do what you had to do outside. You come in, get warmed up, change your clothes, have a small snack, you know, very small snack. <laughs> um, and and I'm a big lover of nuts. You know, I do eat a lot yeah. of nuts, as you said earlier. And, you know, one of the snacks at boot camp is, you know, some nuts. <laughs> uh, the, the, the Half words, a dozen is the... Uh, well, if you're lucky, the, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, so I'm not thinking, hmm, okay. Well, you know now, if you get less than half a dozen, you need to be like, well, almonds, yeah. slightly different for like macadamias and stuff. But sure. the, the prescription should be half a dozen almonds. So you can go back and say, no, Craig said <laughs> yeah, yeah. half a dozen, yeah. <laughs> which I'm, is nothing, is it? But, it's, you know. it's not, but I, you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, the rugby was on before all the issues came on, as you know. That, uh, so, you know, for me, Six Nations rugby, you know, is a big bag of cashew nuts and a bottle of red wine. That's that's yeah. my thing. Um it's not too, you know, ostentatious or greedy, but yeah, so I've um Yeah, it could be worse, couldn't it? I mean it could be in my day when I was the biggest, mm. it'd be a big, you know, the the largest Domino's pizza yeah, I could get, lo- fully loaded, you know, and you know, a couple of beers or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um 
watching the rugby. Yeah. So so nuts and red wine, you'd sort of think, well, it's not too bad. Yeah, and so no, the food, the food, I've I've never felt hungry, and much to the dismay of other boot campers that are you know um, younger than me, smaller than me, um, moaning about the lack of food, and I just don't get it. It must just be a metabolism based thing because I've never ever been hungry here, and it's it has been remarkable. So the, the one of the biggest lessons for food, even though I'm only halfway through my story here, um, is that I now recognise how little I need to you know, put in my mouth to keep my body working, especially knowing that I've been averaging four or five hours at least, you know, hard training every day as well, which obviously I'm not going to do in the real world. I don't have that much time to do that, but I'll yeah. certainly be training every day, maybe not to the same intensity. Um, so already the food, the, the food side of things been a, a real eye opener for me. Yeah. And what um, you, you get these people that sort of say, oh, you know, I've been to the gym, I've, I've earned that bottle of wine. I've earned that pizza. What would you kind of say to that, like? Uh, I mean, you know, you know, you're nowhere near on the old. You know, the, no. the calories you burn in the gym is nowhere near the, the well, amount of calories you can consume in one meal. Like. Well, I mean, I can't remember the, what the, the 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 method is now. But what what? How much time does it take to burn 100 calories? Yeah, well, it's, it's, when it's, you it's think a, like a like an a hour, burpee, yeah. Well, yeah, an I hour mean, of burpees or something like that for for 100 calories, something like that. Um, but, there has to be a consequence to what you've put in your mouth. So, you know, a bit like, you know, this this carbon trading and, you know, all the stuff that, that was in the press for years ago. I just think you've just got to have um, a sacrifice for something else that you're going to take in. So, if, you know, if, if I'm if I feel that I'm going to go out and have a uh, an India with my friends, I've already worked out that what I would normally do, I can now decide not to have the poppadoms, um, not to have the naan bread, not to have rice, but I can still have the main meal, which is garlic chili cheese for me, and uh, cauliflower bhaji, which I always have. Uh, no Bombay potatoes, so and and probably a, a couple of glasses of red wine as opposed to two yeah. big bottles of Cobra. So already, I'm still going to experience my nice evening with my friends at the Indian restaurant. But I've just smarter, smarter, just smarter. Yeah, um, and and all those things. I mean, you know, I love poppadoms and I love all the mm. pickles and all that. It's it's like a it's like. Um, an event, yeah. you know, when the pickles yeah. turn up, it's, it's more than just food. And, um, I, I love it. However, the, the you know, all, all them kind of stuff, that's the kind of things that you're going to, it's going to cause you problems. Of course. Things yeah. like the Bombay potatoes, you yeah. know, the starchy carbohydrates mm -hmm. and all that. So it's, it's interesting. Um, so when, what would you say if we, if we, if you had a friend of yours, whoever it is, you can create your own picture or whatever. They, they sat in that chair across from us, and and you had to give them one tip, one tip for training, one tip for food, one tip for mindset. What would those tips be? And we'll we'll start with training. Like, what would you what would you kind of say to them? And they, um, they'd come to you and gone, look, Mark, you know, I want some of what you've had. How, how can I how can I start losing weight? You know, how how would you advise them to get started with training? Uh, see, it's difficult because I've I've always trained. Yeah, and with various degrees of success and failure over the years, um, so I that wasn't something I was fearful of. I was just fearful of how how my body would cope with the intensive training because of having done nothing for four years. So yeah. in my head, I'm still thinking I can you know pick up a fifty kilo dumbbell or whatever it is I might be able to do that I could do in the past. I, I clearly can't and couldn't. So the, the the only advice I can think of giving anyone that's going to come into this environment is. You, you know, you, it's not a competition. You know, there's lots of people here with different, 
physicalities and different abilities and you've just got to push yourself to the absolute limit and um you'll be surprised what you can achieve and you know you, you see it all the time and i've seen people here that have been so fearful um you know women and men um young and old that just haven't ever done any sort of physical exercise and and it's been you can see the fear in their eyes when the the first saturday morning starts you know so but you just have to embrace it and you know you, I remember saying to people after my first week or two when I got all evangelical, you know, um, you know, they're not here to kill us, you know, and it's not a prison. So, you know, you've got your own free will, but they're here to push us and support us. And you've just got to be prepared to just keep pushing yourself to as far as you think you can go to your own personal limits, because that's the, that, that extra 10 or 20 or 30% effort you give. That's the difference between burning fat or not burning fat um, in my mind. So, you know, I just think you've just got to push yourself till you just can't do any more, but, you know, without making yourself ill or injuring yourself. And and have you, how many, how many what percentage of people that you've met at camp have have been surprised at actually just how far they could go? 100%, everyone, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Well, I, I did every, think that's what you was going to say, yeah. but, you know, it's it, it's an interesting thing to, because if it's 100% of people that you've met, hundreds over the, you know, the 30 odd days, then... Do you know what I can't, what it is, Craig? For me, I can't. If if you come here and you are prepared to completely embrace the methodology and the rules, and you don't cheat, uh, and more importantly, you don't suffer a serious injury. I mean, I suffered an injury, not a serious one, but enough that yeah, pulled back a little bit. Yeah, yeah complicated yeah. me for a few weeks. Still, still does now, but I've still lost seventeen kilos. So imagine what I could have lost if I had the mobility to do burpees and do do all the low level stuff that I couldn't do. Um, if people come here and embrace the whole ethos that Team Bootcamp offers, you can't fail. You will lose weight, you'll get fitter. Um, that then has a positive effect on your well-being and your mental health. Um, so, yeah, it, it's. I have to say, as you know, in my first week, there was a guy that you know did day one uh, from Dubai, um, and he left on day two. It just wasn't for him. He's he just totally out of his comfort zone. So, you know, the people that are going to walk away and the people that might not embrace it or suffer an injury, but outside of those parameters, you will lose weight and you will feel better about yourself and, um, you know, your interaction with uh, food and everything else that's linked to that. You, it's, it's, it's an entirely positive experience. Yeah. So far for me, that's for sure. Amazing. And and so so what about a tip for food? Is there a, like a one kind of big hitting tip that you always... Or, or a mantra that you have, you know, that you're always thinking about? Um, only because it's been drilled into us by <laughs> Reese and Ash and Reg. Um, uh, colour, you know, colourful food is the food that you need to be eating. You know, not beige, not plain food. And generally, you know, if you look at a plate of colour, it's going to be a, a really healthy, exciting plate of food because it'll be scattered yeah. with vegetables and different styles of meat that we can, you know, because, you know, people think, it's a, you know, you can't eat meat. Well, nearly every meal we have here is meat, you know, as, as you know. So, you know, the, I, was, I, I didn't, hadn't really had any big knowledge about paleo diet before I came here, but, you know, essentially, you know, whatever you can grow and whatever you can hunt and kill is, is like the cavemen did in years gone by. That's, that's what they survived on, and that's what we survive on here with some variations on that mix. So yeah. um, for me, it's... Um, it's going to be less volume. Um, you know, 
I will be getting smaller plates because, you know, we've all got this fashion now of having these huge plates because of the rest of what restaurants do. And when you're at home, you think you've got to fill that plate up because that's what it's for. The reality is that you don't need to fill the plate. Um, you just got to be creative with, with what you eat, how you eat and why you eat. Yeah, it's interesting one, isn't it? It's like, you know, most of us got told to clear our plate when we right. when we were youngsters, you know. What happens when pl- plates just keep getting bigger and bigger then? You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just no wonder, you know, people are shocked that obesity is going up and up. But actually, it's pretty obvious why it's happening. It is, yeah. Um, what about mindset stuff then? Is there is there a particular quote or a um, like, like a mantra that, you, that you, you've picked up at camp? that helps you maintain a positive mindset or get the best out of yourself? It's, um, yeah, I, I just think you've, it's such a diverse mix of people that come here and from all walks of life, from different religions, different countries, you know, it's really international, the the, the, the people that you attract here. Um, it's it's a very calming place, boot camp, you know, generally. You know, you have a few little moments where people are, you know, emotional because they've pushed themselves further than they thought they could achieve and, you know that you know that happened to me when I when I was in the army. You know, I used to come back from battle fitness tests, you know, crying, not knowing why we were crying, but we've been pushed so hard yeah. that it's just a natural response for your body. Um, so it's I'm not I'm I'm not religious at all. So um, I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious. So for me, it's almost like um, it's, it's it's almost like what. With what the Buddhists do, you know, they they try and find all the best qualities in other people and impart them into their own lives, and then spread that knowledge as much as they can. So, really, coming here um, and being around such positive people, especially you know the team that support all of the boot campers, you know, which is I don't know what's it, ten, twelve people that support yeah. the whole operation here. Um, you know, even down to you know Melbourne housekeeping. Everyone that is here is is sold into this methodology, and they're so positive, and you can't help but be affected, you know, in a positive way by that. And it's um, and everyone's got a story. You know, some of the team here were boot campers in the past, and now part of the team that support everyone else that comes in. So it's a really uplifting place to be. And um, you know, if you can just take the best qualities that you see in all these people that are here for a reason. You know, it can only have a, a massive effect and a massive impact on your own mental well-being. It certainly has for me. Yeah. Well, so just get, kind of getting towards the end now, uh, and when you when you project your thoughts into the future, obviously you've got a bit of time to go when mm-hmm. when the you know the, the quarantine and all that kind of stuff is lifted. Yeah. Um. What 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 are you looking forward to in the future? Or what what is what does your future for you look like? Oh, do you know what it's um. You know, when we knew this closure was coming, I was so frustrated because I knew I was on such a, I was on such a big curve. You know, yeah. not not the corona curve, but you know, the positive <laughs> yeah. curve. I was doing so well, and I, you know, was losing weight week on week, and you know, was really immersed into the experience. So it was, it was, and I was so worried that it would, that this break would just be detrimental to my to my journey. Um, so what you said earlier, you know, I've been tested. You know, this 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 last few weeks has tested me with, you know, how I eat. Obviously, I'm not eating um, a boot camp diet as strictly as it would be, but then I'm not training five hours a day either. So I've, I'm, I've, I think I've found a good balance. I've probably put a very small amount of weight on for sure, you know, maybe two or three pounds possibly. I don't know because I haven't weighed myself, but um, I'm just really excited to just get started again. You know, knowing that I've got, you know, the same amount of time again that I've already done. Um, and the weird thing is, Craig, it's, uh, 
you know, when you start, it's a, it's a slow process. You know, you, you turn up on Friday night and, you know, we, we can see on the board what's coming Saturday and it, you think, crikey, that's a lot. <laughs> you know, that, that it's a high-intensity day Saturday to really see what people can do. Um, and that first week seemed to drag. It seemed to be so slow day on day. And, you know, I was in bed at 7.30 in the evening. You know, <laughs> everyone that was in that first two or three weeks with me, you know, couldn't understand that I was sleeping for 11 hours every night. <laughs> and they, they were struggling to sleep. And I said, no problem. I'm, you know, you won't see me past 7 o'clock. I'll have a shower and I'm asleep. And I'll be asleep until the bell rings. So, um, so I, I, and that was good for me as well, you know, having that massive amount of sleep for my body to repair and rest itself yeah. was incredible. And I've, I've never slept so well as I've slept here. Um, once you get into the... I mean, look, I'm, I'm here for a long time. Lots of people just come for that week or two. So it's difficult to, to gauge what they get from it over what I've getting from it because my, my journey is much longer. And you've seen people that do longer journeys than me, of course. You know, Damien was a fantastic, you know, advocate for this place, wasn't he? You know, and back in, in Africa now. So for me, I'm just super excited to start again because I, I know what, I know, I know what, where my place is in boot camp and I know, what I'm capable of and what I'm not capable of. And, you know, I've had the benefit of being trained by all of the trainers, including some of the guys from the RAF who we haven't seen now for some time, obviously. Um, and all those different styles and of delivery, you know, especially when you think, you know, Reese and Reg, you know, it's almost chalk and cheese, but they all have the same goal, which is to get the best out of you. So knowing what I've achieved in that first month, 17 kilos, you know, I, I can't even... I can't even guess where I'm going to be at the end of my journey because I know that this natural break that, we've, that we're having to live with, when we do start again, my body will be shocked again like it was in that yeah. first week. And my first week, I lost 12 pounds. Um, you know, when I did that first weigh-in, I was thinking, oh, yeah, maybe, you know, half a stone. You know, I lost nearly a stone, you know, in the first week. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't feel like I'd lost a stone. And was, was that the best you've seen since? That's my biggest weight loss. What about other people? I mean, because when no, people read... No, no yeah. I think, I think, I, I think Damien, I wasn't here when Damien had some of his big losses. And um, I, th I think in, in his time here, did, he was here six months. Did he lose like 90 kilos? Yeah. yeah, something like that, which was a tremendous transformation. And he may well have had... I mean, have people lost a stone in a week here? Oh, yeah. So uh, Our record's 26 pounds in a week. Is it really? Ne nearly two stone. That's incredible. So, for, But for me to see that, to, to be told 12, I was just elated. I absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You just can't comprehend how much effort in the real world it would how take. Did you, did, did you just instantly forget all the hard graft you'd done that week or...? Well, I was, in, I was, in, you know, I hurt my back on day one. You know, yeah, I was, I just yeah. did too much and and pulled a nerve. You know, so I, I worked through that and and was working through that and managing that even up until when we had to stop. Um, so it's again, it's difficult to find the words because you just you can't, you, you know, you can see the number on the scales. You know, you've done it, um, <laughs> but it's it's, just, it's such a big number, Craig. Yeah, you know, know twelve know. twelve pound. And then to be at the final, when we did the last way out before we had to stop, you know, to be 17 kilos. And the day before you had to close boot camp, um, we were doing circuit training out in, out in the field with, uh, with uh, Ash. And I'd suddenly realised, because we bought all the kit out, and there was a 17-kilo dumbbell. Oh, was there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, I'm going to pick. It. So I picked it up, and that's bloody heavy. I mean, that is, and I, I, I literally, I went up to her, I said, Ash, hold that a minute. 
He said, you know, I thought I was having a joke with him. And he, I said, that's what I've lost. And he was like, you're joking. I said, no, that's exactly what I've lost. And when you're holding it, the, the strange thing is, Craig, I didn't feel, and I've, I've spoken to friends and family about this, you don't feel, because everyone says, oh, you must feel like more sprightly, you know, lighter on your feet. And I said, I don't feel any differently. I don't, but when you physically hold that weight, that 17 kilo dumbbell, that's when you think, my God, that's what I've been carrying around. It's a significant amount of weight. It's, it's, yeah. It is. It is. I think it's when it's spread all over your body, yeah. you know, and even on your feet, you know, yeah. your ankles, your legs, and, you know. Do you know what everyone has, everyone has said? I've, I mean, I've lost the weight all around. So, you know, the trainers, Ash was the first one to say when he came back after a couple of weeks off in my face and my neck. But I know for the first couple of weeks, I couldn't, I kept looking in the mirror after having a shower thinking, you know, am I losing weight? And I, I knew my belly was going down quicker than any other part because I had quite a fat belly. So that's that's practically gone more or less. But I've lost it everywhere, feet, ankles, legs, arms, yeah. neck, face, everywhere. So the the plan for the next part of this journey when we get to restart it is I'm I actually don't know what my last number's gonna be. And I, I think there's a real good possibility that what I've done in that first month I could do in the second month because having had this natural break from the regime, my body is gonna get shocked again. Even though it'll it'll, it'll expect it when I start it on the yeah. Saturday morning, that first Saturday training, it'll be a shock again. And to go into the diet again and the training. So I think I mean, I, I can't even just to say that I could possibly be 35 kilos lighter after two months at team boot camp is just ridiculous. Yeah. But that's a reality. It is. That's a real reality. Yeah. Um, I can't even work out sitting here what that would be in stone, but I mean, that's, that, that would. Well, that, do, do you know how many, so seven, just, if we just take 17 kilos, mm. do you know how many calories, do you know how many calories that is? No. Has it not worked it out? No. 140,000 calories you've, you've, You've burned now a large proportion of that you will burn through your basic metabolic yeah. rate, you know, your basal metabolic rate where yeah. you're just everyday living, you know, yeah, yeah. brain uses a lot, even flat packed on sure. your back, you use a lot. Um, but it's a significant amount of calories that's crazy you know, to be in a deficit of, yeah, you know, so um, and to still be functioning and, and, yeah, yeah. and alive yeah. and smiling. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, I, I thought when you think that like a good, like a good burpee. Mm. You're burning about a calorie, you know, give or take, you know what I mean? But it, it's a lot of work. I used to do them when I was much younger. I've, yeah. I've not been able to do them here because of my, my lower back injury, So, and which I'm still working with. So I've not even had the pleasure <laughs> of uh, of having burpees imposed on me. So I have to do – I'm a super squat. So I've, every time someone, every time we have to do burpees, I do squats. Yeah. Um, Big muscles. Are, yeah, yeah, you know, no. Look, you know, I just – can only dream of having legs like Ash, you yeah, know. So yeah. me too. <laughs> <laughs> so it's um, I, th- I think uh, facing the future for me now is um, obviously none of my friends and family have have seen the transition. Yeah, I've not sent pictures. They know the number, but they can't equate that to how I might look. Um, so for me, um, you know, I'm super excited to, you know. For, for all of us, for boot camp to restart whenever that's going to be able to be done. Um, looking forward to, you know, the next group of people that come in other than, I know there's, there's me and a few others that have got some time left to do. So I'm excited to meet who's coming in next to join us on this journey. And then for me at the back end of that is, you know, when I, when I turned up here on that first Friday night, I was just under 21 stone. And the last way out I was, 
18 stone two, which is a massive transformation. Um, so for me, I think, um, you know, there's a real possibility I could be like 16 stone something, which is a weight I've not been since I was in my early 20s. Do you believe uh, it? I, I, even though I'm talking about it now, I just, it doesn't, it's, <laughs> yeah, it, honestly, it's, it's, it rocks your world like that. Well, I mean, like I might mention where you look at Damien, you know, his transformation, his physical transformation, not set aside his mental transformation, as we know, which is as, as big a part of him as the weight. But it's like looking at two different people. Mm. And, you know, if you ever needed an example of anyone can achieve this, you know, anyone can achieve this. That's, you know, all joking aside, you know, there are, I've seen transformations in, um, uh, Emily that was here before we left, um, you know, quite athletic, bit of a runner, but her, her physicality and her mindset changed just in two weeks. Um, and then you've got, I, I'll, I'll consider myself as someone sort of in the mid range of why you would come to, to team boot camp. And then you've got people like Damien, only because I've known him, um, at the top end of, of my experience. And it's absolutely Anyone can achieve massive successes by coming here. It's 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 it's, it's tra certainly transformed my life. You know, at fifty, early fifty. I don't feel like I'm early fifties. Um, you know, I still feel like I'm twenty five in my head. But this whole experience has totally transformed my outlook, um, how I interact with people, because of it's a very enclosed environment, and you've got to have. You've, you've got to be you've got to have the right sort of personality that can live in a you know a communal residential environment and it's and it's a very nice place to be for the best part as you know so um the, the physical transformation is is just been, is mind-blowing for me and i'm you know I, I, i'm evangelical about it you know because because yeah, yeah. i just didn't think i could achieve such great numbers and targets and goals in such a short amount of time so you know if i can achieve what i'm what I've definitively achieved within my two months, then, you know, the rest of my, my life, you know, I've got lots of options, well, not lots of options, but I've got, I can go in any direction next in my personal life. Cause I'm, a, I'm at sort of ground zero, if you like, uh, in relationships and, um, and in where I'm professionally, cause there's not, everything's finished. So what, what I do next, I've, it feels like I've had the slate wiped clean. Yeah. Amazing. So physically my soul, my body, my mind is, is just completely, reset already so where it would be in another month you know i don't know you know i may be traveling the world you know um i don't know i just don't know the whole yeah. you know the whole exactly. world is 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 my oyster and um you know we'll at the end of this journey i just want to see what you know where where i am in all of those three areas you know my mind my body and my soul because how i feel at the moment is uh you know, I, I can't imagine how much better I'm going to feel at the end of this journey, and I'm only halfway through it. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, we'll do a follow up. We'll definitely do a follow up podcast when uh, you know when you kind of get to the end after this lockdown and all that kind yeah, of stuff, yeah. and, and see where you are. It's going to be really interesting. It is exciting. Um, right, I want to give you a couple of minutes uh, to thank a couple of people if you want to, you know, or mention a couple of people that you've mm -hmm. met along the way, campus staff, whoever. Um, doesn't really matter. But before that, I just want to remind anyone listening to this that um, whatever platform you are listening on, if you can, you know, consider subscribing so you get notifications of other episodes just like this, great stories, proving that, that anyone can lose weight. You've just got to be doing the right things in the right way. And we're going to teach you that. Um, but also, especially on iTunes, if you can leave us a review, that really helps us to know that we're on the right track. 
and providing the right information, but also it helps us get this information to the people that really need it. And there are people out there struggling with with food and fitness and, um, you know, it's keeping them awake at night and, and this kind of stuff is going to help them and, and, and your review will, will help us do that. So, um, so yeah, subscribe, leave us a review and, uh, and share it with people that you think would, uh, would benefit from it. Right, Mark. So a couple of, just a handful of people that you've kind of met along the way, um, that you either want to give a bit of a thank you to or a shout out to, or a special mention, um, who are you going to start off with? Well, um, well, you and Paula to start with, because the you know what you've created here is, and, and I, j- j- I don't want to go on too long, but when I when I made the decision to come here, I'd been looking at two or three of the competitors that are in the UK market. I'd even been looking at one in Phuket. Yeah. And one of the last messages that Paula sent me when we were sort of discussing, you know, and she was obviously doing her job to try and convince me to come here, which I thank God I did. Um, you know, she said, well, "I can't offer you the the heat and sunshine of Phuket." But, you know, what I can offer you is, you know, and there was a lot of little things that she adds into that. And, you know, so what, you know, what you've designed, Craig, and and the team you've got delivering um, the sort of physical side, the back end of this of this experience, and then what Paula does with her team uh, is in the sort of um, – See what Paul Paul is like a warm cuddle, you yeah. know. It's, it's like yeah. a, it's it's like the warm sort of smushy, cuddly, you know. And so, you know, what you do is fantastic, and how you've got, you know, how you find these trainers, they're just perfect, aren't they? You know, they're such a great group of guys, um, different personalities, as I said, but they deliver consistently what you want them to do because you know it works. What Paula does um, is just as important because you do need that mental support. So. Paula and and um, Nicola develop, uh, sorry, deliver, um, you know, the Conquer Food programs. And um, Paula's opened my mind to meditation, which I've never done before I come here, you know, and it's a really um, relaxing and just rela- just opens your mind and just, it's, it's amazing. I'm, 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 it'll, be, it'll be something that I'll do again. So, you know, thank you to what you and Paula have created and long may it last um, and the team here that deliver it because they're all great. They're all great people. Um, people that I've met along the way, um, you know, again, without, without sounding too much like a start record, you know, um, you know, Ricky's a motivational, inspirational guy. Um, and he's one of the chefs here, but also has his own journey. So, um, you know, it's been a privilege to get to know him on both sides of, you know, boot, boot camp. Um, and then we've got people like Damien, who's just a, he left a massive hole the day that yeah. he left here. It was, it was, it was like someone had died, didn't it? It was a really, <laughs> you know, such a big, loud, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it was, it was, I, I guess that's one of the hardest things here is people come and go and you form relationships when people are here for more than a week. Um, so you've got to have some, you've got to have that mental strength to say goodbye to people and get on with your, with your own journey. Um, but no, that, that someone they won't be the same, but yeah. someone is going to replace come. them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and you know, it's after my first two weeks, I reckon, I was looking forward to the Friday night to see who was coming. You yeah. know, and <laughs> looking at the names on the board, and it's and that first two or three hours before you do the welcome speech and stuff, you know, it's really exciting because you know people go, oh, "How long have you been here? How much weight have you lost?" All the obvious standard questions yeah. that everyone asks because they've all got their own fear. Excuse me. So. Um, uh, Mel in housekeeping, you know, she's a great personality here, you know, and when you're here for more than a week, you know, all, all of the people that make it work are all lovely, lovely people, and they seem to have gravitated to this business. Yeah. And they're all like-minded. I don't, I don't know whether 
you know, Paula puts a spell on people, you know, <laughs> I don't know how it works, but you do find some really good people. Um, other people that I've really interacted with well um, is Ben. Um, ben was one of the ambassadors here, and he had um, a very inspirational journey, which he had to do twice because um, the first time he wasn't quite in the right place and, you know, he unfortunately put weight back on. He won't mind me saying that, but he, he left here a, a champion, you know, and, and one of the nicest, nicest people I think I'm ever likely to ever meet in my life. Creative, artistic, intelligent, um, if he's listening to this, he's probably <laughs> probably going to be reaching for a bucket. But he's he's just a a really inspirational guy, wasn't he? You know, and he's very supportive to new boot campers because um, he was here for what was he here for twelve weeks or so? Yeah, twelve weeks. Yeah. So Ben was a a real inspiration to me, um, and someone that I'll be in touch with for the rest of my life for sure. You know, it's, there's there's lots of life affirming relationships made here. Um, and Damien um, Derry was another good guy, young guy from down the road. Um, that everyone has such different um, journeys, and um, it is mainly women here. I think the men are a bit outnumbered, probably, especially in the summer. I think it's probably a lot of women. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. It is. Um, but um, one of the ladies that was here recently uh, called Brash. You know, she was a, again an inspiration. I'm not somebody that likes running, um, and nor, nor was she. Um, but in the short, and she comes back, I think once or twice a year to just keep herself going, which is a great thing to do if you can. Um, but in the time that she was here for the two weeks, you know, she went from walking the 5k to running the 5k. And I went from sort of speed walking it, um, to sort of jog and speed walk. So even though I hated it and, Mm. you know, and even the trainers were saying, you know, well, by the end of your time, you'll be running the 5k. And I'm, I'm saying, yeah, but I don't want to be running the 5K. <laughs> they say, yeah, but you will because you'll be able yeah, to do it. Yeah. Um, so, off the, so again, Brash was a great motivation. And, you know, um, it's really interesting to train alongside, you know, young and old, male and female, because everyone's got different uh, ideas and thoughts and personalities. But ultimately, um, yeah, the last people I want to mention will be the trainers because they just um, – they develop – um, really strong relationships with everybody, even if they're only here for a week, because you're spending such a lot of time together. So what they do and how they deliver it has worked for me 100%. So, you know, I'd certainly like to say thanks to, you know, Reg, Reese, Ash, um, Sharpie. Sharpie, yeah. yeah. we have, you know, so, um, but whoever comes here, you are going to meet some fabulous people with really big stories and backstories and, inspirational stories and um for me i've just embraced the whole journey so far it's been amazing talking to you mark um i've picked up a couple of things there that uh, you know are going to stick in my mind and so um yeah and i think people listening to this are going to take a lot of uh, a lot of faith and what have you in what you've said so so thanks for sharing your story that's great um and yeah let's uh let, let's look forward to that that next episode, next episode when it's yeah. all done and dusted. It's going to be interesting to see where you are. Really interesting. Um, thanks, Greg. Yeah. No, thanks again for joining us. And, uh, and I'll see you again in another episode of the Conquer Food podcast. <laughs>